Blog Talk Radio. to All About Acting. I'm your co-host, but the host will be calling in very, very shortly. She's she's uh, running a, a bit late, but she'll be uh, she'll be here in a second. Uh, but I'm your co-host for the night, uh, Jonathan Moody, and um, our special guest for tonight has been on uh, Blog Talk Radio. I don't know, like for five, six years before you know started that and. We uh, did a uh, show together called The Independent Corner, and um, our co our, our special guest for tonight is Morgan Tyler. How you doing, Morgan? I'm good. How are you, Jonathan? <laughs> I'm good too. Uh, so also, it was I'm, not five or six years. I know. I just realized that, that after ago. I started doing the math, it was four years ago. <laughs> 2014, I think, is when we started. I was like, wait, that's wrong. But I was like, I'm not going to correct myself. I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. But it did feel, doesn't it feel like that long ago? Like, I don't know. At least to me, it does. It doesn't feel like that long ago to me at all. Well, then I'm I'm, I'm just weird. I don't know. I. Uh, like, cause I guess it's because I've stopped doing the independent corner a lot. Like, I've kind of, you know, I still do it, but I kind of have been going away from it. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, like, it's kind of just a, it's a part of me, but like, in a way, it's like, you know, not not that big of it as, as it used to be. It used to be like pretty much mm-hmm. a lot of what I was doing, so... And a lot of it was with you. Um, a good portion of it was with you. You were my co-host. Uh, actually, technically, you we were my first like official co-host. So. Oh really? You know, yeah. It, I, I'm I'm pretty sure because at one point we actually changed it to live with uh, Jonathan and Morgan. So. Yeah, I remember. You know, that. It actually had your name in it and everything. And that was oh. like the first time that's ever happened. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that means anything or not, but it, it was very cool having you as my uh, as my co-host uh, for a lot of time. And now you're a yeah, guest. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, now you're a guest as an actress. Um, and as I told you before, um, the show and everything that I got getting schooled um, on DVD. It's coming to me on Saturday. And uh, nice. I've seen it, obviously. You know that. I've reviewed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... I, I love the movie to death, um, uh, but um, I've never owned it, so I was like, "Well, I need to buy it, you know, buy it soon," because it, it is a you great know what's movie. Funny about that? Um, what? I don't even have a copy of it, so <laughs> I'll have to buy you a copy of it at some point or something. Or Chuck will have to. <laughs> I think my parents ordered it. it. Did they? Yeah. So they have a, they have a copy of it. Okay. I think so. Well, um, I guess let's let's kind of like go into what um you know, what as an actress, like what got you like fascinated with acting? That is, is an interesting question. 
Um, I mean, I kind of always gravitated towards it, I guess. There was something, I think, compelling to me about, even like as a child, the whole getting to pretend to be something else and really using your imagination and, you know, existing within the confines of a story being told um, is a really, like, fun thing for me. And it was just something I always did. And then I think later in life, when I studied with a specific coach, she sort of opened my eyes to what acting could do beyond um, for just myself and that it really can, like, serve a greater purpose and um, what it can do for, like, society. And I think that's what really got me, I guess, devoted to it besides just being fun or a hobby or whatever. Right, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I can't wait for Laura to come back to come on hopefully very soon because what I noticed about her and what about you is that you guys both seem to love like the arts in general, not just, Mm -hmm. you know, you love being artistic and stuff. And do you think that had a lot to do with, with wanting to continue to pursue acting? Well, I think there is such thing as like an artistic temperament. So people who are more, open to feeling their emotions and people who really feel the need to express themselves and express themselves in specific ways and to use expression to communicate ideas or their feelings or whatever. Um, I think there are people who are more, um, I guess, born more in that vein. <laughs> than, and then there are some people who are born very technical and they want to, they're interested in the way machines work. And I think it's the same way with artists is we have a certain kind of temperament and usually it lends itself to some sort of career where you have a certain amount of creativity and stuff. Huh. That's interesting. And you mentioned, you know, <laughs> like you're mentioning like the technical side for some people and stuff. Um, can they, can they kind of cross at all? Or is there just like no, there's like only one switch. You're either artistic or you're like the technical person. Do you think you could be oh, both? You can have, well, think about, think about like, Steve Jobs or Leonardo da Vinci. Like, Leonardo da Vinci was incredibly scientifically minded, but he was also one of the greatest artists that ever lived. And I think I, I was listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast, and he was mm-hmm. interviewing Walter Isaacson, who wrote the Steve Jobs biography, and he wrote uh, – he has a new one out about Leonardo da Vinci, and I think he wrote one on Ben Franklin as well. And he talks about that marrying of the scientific and the artistic. And he talks about, like, that's where a lot of genius lies is when you can create, uh, combine both of those. And that's one thing right. that I think Da Vinci's famous for that Jobs is famous for. Because when you look at <laughs> Apple products, they have, like, this amazing technology, but they're also beautiful. And there's, you know, like, expression in the way that they design their interface and design their products and that makes you want to buy them. It's funny. I've never compared Steve Jobs to Leonardo DiCaprio. Or not DiCaprio. Oh, my God. Where the hell? Da Vinci. <laughs> uh, it's a completely different uh, Leonardo right there. But, uh, yeah, no. I've never Very different boxes compared those range, two. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't make well, the comparison. I just heard the Walter Isaacson talking about it. But Yeah. That's interesting. Um so as as an actor, um, do you feel like you improve over time necessarily, or do you feel at some points that you're like 
still kind of stuck in the same thing even after like a couple years? Well, uh, Sam from Meisner says it takes 20 to 30 years to master the craft of acting. So hmm. to get to that point, I still have a long way to go. Um, <laughs> I think it's like any sort of knowledge form. You think you see everything there is to see um, until you learn more, and then you see things that you didn't even know that you didn't know once you reach another peak. So it's like walking up a hill, like when you're hiking or something, and you think you're almost at the top. But once you're at the top of that mountain, you can see an even higher peak in the distance that you couldn't see as you were coming up the first one. And I think that that's, you know, that's true in knowledge, and I think it's true in mastering a craft or mastering an art. Like, when you're in the beginning stages, you don't even know what you don't know. And I think right. as you go further and further along, there's more to discover, and there's more in your craft to, to, to hone. Um, and I think it takes a long time. And with acting, you're always playing someone different. So, and you always yeah. are growing as a human being. So, like, I couldn't play King Lear right now. <laughs> um, so, it's like, you, as you change and move as a human being, I think you're always going to be growing as an actor. Do you want to play King Lear? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe one day. Ask me when I'm, like, 65. Uh, I don't, like, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll see. When you're 65 and I'm 75, I'll be like, you want to play King Lear? You know, and you'll be like, huh? Like, now what? you want to play King Lear? <laughs> and then you'll be like, oh, I've given up on that dream years ago. <laughs> you know? um, I'm glad you, you have know, such a positive projection for my future. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's not, I'm not being negative. I'm just joking. You know me. I know. I was um, hoping to. Okay, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes I can't tell. I mean, you're so good. At, I know. Um, it keeps people on that. their toes. You're also, like, <laughs> you're good at sarcasm in real life. You're really good at sarcasm. But the problem is <laughs> you have the same tone when you do sarcasm and you when you do everything else. I can never, sometimes I can't tell. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, wait, are you being sarcastic? And you're like, hey, yes, Jonathan. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I've been I've been told that by multiple people. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure when you when you act and you're trying to portray sarcasm, you're you know you do it a little bit differently than you do in real life. Maybe I guess it would depend on who I'm playing. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's that's the thing that people don't really. I I think a lot of people have to understand is each character is different. And they might be similar to, you know, the person that they are as, you know, like, you know, Morgan can be, you know, you can be somebody else, but you're also kind of playing a character that's similar to your tone of who you are. Yeah, I mean, all you really have is yourself, you know, it's just me in this circumstance and me in this circumstance and me in this circumstance. Do you, um, because... I always hear these stories about actors who, like, I think we've talked about this probably uh, before on our multiple podcasts that we've done on acting. But, like, mm-hmm. have you ever done this stuff where you tried to make yourself feel certain ways in order to, like, I know it's like method acting, but it's, like, a little bit different. Like, you're actually sensory, uh, what is it? Isn't it sensory? Uh, uh, I'm totally 
sense memory. Like, do you uh, do you have you ever done that? Um, what do you mean? Like, are you talking about like I'm? It's really hot, but I'm pretending it's cold. Or are you talking about like trying like, to like thinking of a uh, like a memory my, that like, you had to evoke an emotional response? Yes, that. Um, I have, uh, I think, I'm, I'm more of like a, I'm definitely like a, like a through and through Meisner actor at this point, I think, um, and I will use, like, it's one of those things that, like, you use what works at the time, so you end up with all these tools from all the different things that you've studied, um, and if for some reason something's not working, you can try something else. And I have a few memories. I well, I think I have one memory that works for me. Mm-hmm. That if I were to use, I could elicit a, an emotional response. But the thing is, with like memories, it's it's your real life, and you get over it, and you move past it, or whatever. Um, in Meisner, we use imagination more because your your memory is limited. Because if I have to walk into a scene after having just killed someone, I don't necessarily have a memory that would elicit the appropriate emotional state or state of mind <laughs> for that particular right. person um, because I haven't experienced that. So what you can do is use your imagination. And I find when you like daydream or we have all different kinds of ways we prepare towards, you know, the first moment of the scene or the moment before, but um, I find that like the easiest way to, um, get an emotional response out of myself. Whatever it is that I'm doing to prepare is to find a way to surprise myself. Um, because if you kind of know what gets you going, it go- goes stale after a while. So maybe it works like a hundred times, and on the hundred and first, like you feel nothing when you think about that, or when you try to live through something in your mind. And so I feel like focusing on details and surprising yourself with new details or changing certain details of whatever the situation it is you're trying to live through in your head is uh, useful and really getting to, like, the heart of the matter because I feel like the um, – because if you take yourself by surprise, you're not sitting there, like, trying to force your body to cry or whatever it is. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, totally. I I, I remember I inter- – well, I didn't interview, but I, I chatted with a actress um, at, a, at a horror convention once that actually, you know, I asked her about that, like if she if she did stuff like that, and she said, nope. All she does is she'll be acting goofy, like right up until, you know, she's about to do it, then she'll like do her scene, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just a matter of just calming yourself down and being able to just go right in, you know, like she can just get there, I guess. Um, some actors are probably like that some have to be like completely prepared and ready and you know what I mean focused well it just depends and everything. Like, well it depends on what you're doing and how accessible that particular state of being is for you so there are some things that you just understand and you just know and have a feeling for and you don't have to prepare at all you can just walk in and just being in the situation is enough but there are times when I mean I think it would be difficult for any actor to go from zero to I'm being murdered and be completely truthful <laughs> in that situation without a little bit of preparation. Cause we, we did these things where we were doing like fantasies. If something is like happening to you that isn't really happening to you. And we did torture and we did like 
these things that are really difficult to act. And, I mean, it's really, really difficult to go from nothing to I'm being murdered. Right. Or I'm being tortured or whatever. So it just kind of depends. I I mean, it depends on what you have a feeling for. I mean, maybe someone who's been assaulted can, like, and they're just shoved into that situation. If they have, like, that actual real-life experience, maybe it completely terrifies them to even think about it, and they don't need any preparation. So I just think it kind of depends on what you have a feeling for and what your um, life experience has been. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. I mean, I remember I, I was on set of a, a movie, my first movie that I ever, like, was on set for that I had, I had nothing to do with. I was just visiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and saw Tiffany Shepis on it, and she was just chatting with everybody, all fine, dandy. And then the next, you know, they said action, and she's yelling and screaming and freaking out. And I'm like, that is a good actor. <laughs> you know? Like, like, how do you get, you know, like, I don't know how that happens. How do you go from, well, how do you go from, like, nothing to yelling? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Sometimes but, they're but, also, and, like, and, if you can do something, if you can do something physical, Sometimes the emotion will follow too. So if you can go from nothing to screaming, usually you you can't scream without feeling something. Right. Yeah, definitely. So it's like uh, uh, Laura. Just... Laura's up here, so let me let me bring her on real quick, so she's not uh, mm-hmm. tied up in there. Real. Hold on, uh, and then you can finish that thought. And one second. Uh, okay, hey Laura, uh, you're on. Hey guys. Hello. Hey. Hey. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm calling. I'm calling in like I'm a guest. Um, I was teaching <laughs> um a hip hop class tonight in the city of San Francisco. Um, so I got oh. done. It got done a little late, and so I'm calling in from that. I'm literally like in the studio, hanging out and calling <laughs> you. I just um want to know, like, yeah, well, it sounded like you were in this awesome conversation, Morgan. Where you were you talking about? I am always down for screaming. Screaming is like the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what were you saying, Morgan? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, I was saying that like sometimes if you like do something physical, the emotion will follow. So it is really like it's difficult to go from like nothing to running for your life. So like if you like if you are screaming, sometimes you just have to throw yourself into the situation. And if you're doing the physical thing, sometimes it'll help and the emotional fall and your body will start to believe whatever it is that's, quote, happening to you or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is, I, going on that note, like, because um, I know you were just talking before, too, before I chimed in and interrupted you, uh, that you're saying, yeah, you have to feel something in order to um, emote any kind of emotion like that. And, and um I don't know if uh, you were talking about this beforehand, but is there anything specific you think about, or do you think about um, yourself as a character? Um, in what kind of situation? Um, you know, in a situation where it does have really in like deep emotion, whether that be you're very upset about something, you're very angry about something. I know a lot of people use, you know, a, a certain technique, um, you know, uh, specifically my third technique, where they'll pull from certain emotions of themselves, but all the emotions of the character, and, and, and then dive that in to find that emotion. Or, you know, they have their little thing. Um, so I just wanted to hear on your end, like, okay. what is it you to get there? Oh, well, I actually, I go to a Meisner Technique School, Playhouse West in Los Angeles, um, 
And it's interesting because sometimes, like, it's one thing if you're preparing for a huge moment at the beginning of the scene, but usually the huge moment doesn't happen until halfway through the scene. I mean, especially if you're on the stage or something. And so you can't prepare towards something that doesn't happen in the moment before that's the first moment of the scene. So you can't be thinking about the bad news you're going to get before you know that you're getting bad news. So I feel like a lot of that, yeah, so like a lot of that response, and if it's like a big emotional thing that comes out in the middle of the scene, a lot of that, you root that work in the history, right? So you have to know why this news is going to be so bad to you. What's the relationship that you have to the person who's giving it to you? Um, right. And I think being able to let that kind of news or whatever that is that upsets you land is like a huge, is like a huge, uh, has a lot to do with your ability to function as an actor. Right. And the work you put in on being able to function truthfully and believe in circumstances and working on your imagination and then outside of, I mean, which is like, you know, the basis of your acting craft. And then outside of that, it's doing a lot of work to make that news really, really, really personal and specific for yourself and what it means to you. Absolutely. Because um, I'm, I'm doing a scene for Proof this weekend in a scene showcase. And yeah. in the play, like, she finds out that the sister is selling, her ha- is selling the house that she yeah. grew up in or whatever, and their dad just died. And then later... They in the scene, she finds out that her sister also has like been looking up doctors and stuff to help her, and Catherine is afraid that she's going to have the same illness that her dad did, and all this comes out like at the end. And so yeah. for myself, I have to work on the fear that's already in me about being like my dad, and then also I have to work on what the house means to me, how much I resent my sister for leaving me alone with our dad, what it was like living there with our dad, and all this kind of stuff. So it's like you just have to do all of this history work, and then hopefully the emotion will come out of the history and the relationship that you set up. Absolutely. Um, I know I, I, this is going to be, this is going to be really out of the blue, but would you want to right now perform a little like monologue from that? If you have one or no? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Um, I said, oh my goodness. Um, I'm trying to think <laughs> if there is a monologue. I don't know if there's like a monologue in the scene. Um, well, yeah, I, there's not really thing. Oh, okay, it's a scene. Um, because yeah, that's hard when it's just like one scene or isn't like a thing. But um, if there's like any like little bit, like a couple little things you do want to just little perform for us here on. I mean, because that's what it's. Let's just. I want to bring that here one day. If you, if you ever want to come on, my uh, what I want to do on the show, um, eventually mm-hmm. after you know, a couple of weeks, I want to get people on where we do something together. You know, all of us, like, oh, cool. read, you know, like, those old school radio, um, talk, like, story shows in the 40s. Oh, my God, you know? that would be so fun. Yeah, like, I would love to get something where, like, maybe, maybe like, the guests, like, you, Morgan, like, you suggest, like, hey, let's, let's do this scene from, like, this film, you know, um, and mm-hmm. a it like at the beginning or at the end of the show or whatever, and like we can all like do something for our audience members and kind of just do something fun, like even risky for ourselves that we've never done before, which is really really exciting. Um, and just do a little scene or something. But um, yeah, if you have something you want to do right now, just a little like two second thing, that would be fun too. If not, you know, I'm not forcing you to do it. <laughs> I mean, uh, let me think. I'm trying to think. Like, I know I did a. Hmm. 
There's like there is. I used to do a speech from Proof. Okay. Oh, I don't even. I don't know if it's all still in there. It, it might be. <laughs> I got that. And like, stop and say it's from Proof, and then later she gets to like change the words that it was from there. <laughs> um, but I know if you if you don't want if you don't mean me now, it's fine. But eventually, I would love to have you on. You want to like perform something with all of us, or just on your own too, and. And it would be cool to have call-in that maybe later on for people listening, call if you want to call in and perform something for us, and maybe we can help people. Like our, like me, like the guests, like me and you and John can, you know, almost give the, the person that's calling in either good, you know, good and bad critiques on, like, what what we liked about it and what they could have done or whatever, like newcomers, newcomers to asking, and that's what we're here for. So that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, do you have a monologue you want to do? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, eventually, I'm sure we'll we'll get we'll get some, you know, uh, done. You know, but right now, you know, like I was, I, you know, like I wasn't even expecting that, so. <laughs> Like, the one thing about Blake is, like, 
Um, like, shout out to Blake Fitzgerald, who's like amazing director. Um, he did, John, I don't know if you knew about this, but for his film, he does all miniatures. And I did not know that. Yeah, not all miniatures, but mostly green screen with added, like, handmade miniatures and um, just a lot of CGI. He's a CGI expert. And it's just, I had some of the best conversations with that man. And it was so funny because I went to film and my uh, significant, my boyfriend was there. And they just hit it off and just started chatting it. You know, this is the first time I I met Blake, and it just, I was worried because I had never met him before, you know, through, you know, auditioning through, you know, Skype and all that stuff, and, uh, you know, to meet him for the first time, I was so nervous, but he turned out to be just an awesome guy to work with, and um, I don't know how you, like, did you have the same experience, Morgan? Yeah, oh, he's super nice. We, um, I think we, I think I met him through doing the show with Jonathan and he uh he sent me the script and then was like hey you want to play this part and I was like sure and then I showed up and we I think I played like a waitress or something and we uh I showed up and we like did it and that was it it was really fast it was cool though it was fun that's cool yeah it's always it's always yeah. nice to be like that um so John do you know Blake oh yeah yeah, I've known Blake for a while. Uh, uh, Blake, uh, Blake's been on my old show, The Independent Corner, and yeah, I, I figured that, I figure that's how I, um, that's how you guys work together, Morgan, because I think I remember him asking me, um, had you know, had I seen any of your work or whatever, you know, and I said, uh, yeah, oh, okay. it's about getting school today. And I, you know, and he was like, okay, um, you know, I'm probably going to ask her to be in, you know, you know, my next project. I was like, cool. So that was awesome. You know, like I was, I was happy uh, you got work. <laughs> you know, you got yeah. a project. Thanks for the uh, recommendation. You know. It's such a small world, you know, like everyone kind of connects with everyone. I, you know, I, I was at this, uh, uh, meeting or whatever a few weeks ago, and through that I ended up getting this gig um, for an eBay commercial. I ended up working with some phenomenal people, and it's just—it's one of those things. It's really nice to just connect. You know, people connect with you, and they and they see you for who you are, and they understand you as as an artist, and and they and they want to work with that. They want to work with you on you know exactly who you are and how you work, and and then it becomes just an awesome experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that's that's awesome. I know it's already nine is what nine oh two. And I want to what kind of questions did you ask before I showed up? Oh well I, I, I asked Yeah, well I asked about like, you know, her what got her into it and stuff, our typical thing and then kinda of asked her, um we kinda of just started talking about um uh a lot about Meisner, I guess, right? Morgan, uh, trying to think about what else. Uh, oh, you asked me uh, about. Ask uh, away because. Oh, yeah. go, go ahead, uh, Morgan. Yeah, go ahead, Morgan. Oh, I was. Oh, I was just saying you asked me about um, like emotional preparation and sense memory and whether or not I use sense memory. Hmm. <laughs> I think I so went off on a tangent or something, but. <laughs> 
okay, tough so, to get him out. Um, so. Well, and it's so great. Well, it's so great because Morgan's our third person on this show. This is our third week. Our fourth our one month anniversary is next week. Such a baby. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's nice because everybody so far has had something oh, very similar about how, how they like to work and um and and not so similar at the same time. I know last week um, we had a lovely lady on. Uh, what was her name, John? Ashla. Ashla. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Morgan knows Ashla. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She was so fun. So cute. And she was a <laughs> amazing spirit and energy. And she was talking about how she just loves to kind of go with the flow of a script. She, and me, I'm, I'm I'm a theater, I come from theater background, and, um, you know, when it comes, like you were talking about, when it comes to finding your story, finding your character, you really need to understand the flow of the script, and you really need to understand, at least for me, how I am, and what I'm feeling like you are as well. You like to kind of know where you are so that you can understand where you need to be. And, um, and, and one thing with Ashley, she's very much kind of right in the moment, figures it out. She doesn't really like, you know, to memorize what she's doing until like right in and there. And, and there's, there's a thing for everyone. And I was like, I told her, I was like, I would freak out. I was so crazy if that was me, but she works great doing that. And it's so fascinating mm-hmm. how every, every actor gets the same, almost the same results, but completely different beginning, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's, it's very fascinating. And um, so, but I want to get away from the serious, serious, serious stuff. And I want to ask you just some fun stuff. Like, I want you to tell the audience, tell us, like, what what do you like to do for fun to inspire you as an actor? Like, if you're finding yourself, like, oh, I want to go, like, oh, I need to go swimming right now, or I need to order Chinese food. <laughs> like, I want to know, like, what inspires you as an artist? What are things you like to do other than act as well? Like, are there other hobbies you like to do? Oh, well, I majored in philosophy uh, for my bachelor's, and I so I read a lot of philosophy. And I, I know it sounds, like, strange and kind of boring, but I get a lot of acting um, inspiration just from re- reading existentialist philosophy because it's all about being and what it means to be a person. And I find so much that relates to acting from that that I get a lot of inspiration from that. Um, eating, too, it's funny. We did a play um, called Chocolate Cake. Um, at Christmas and then we just did like another run of it and me and my partner in the play we would just eat and call it rehearsal (laughs) 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 we'd be like yeah this is this is rehearsal right we're eating the play's about binge eating like this works (laughs) um so that was that was a yeah that was a that was fun (laughs) um we had to stop that once the show was over though um I think the important thing, because it's just that, like, they work is pretty hard at Playhouse West, and I think the important thing is just when you feel yourself starting to resent, like, rehearsal or resent having to go into class, you're not having enough fun. And so, like, make sure you schedule fun into your day, even if it doesn't have anything specifically to do with acting, just so that you yeah. get some of that, so that when you have to go in and do something, like, super emotional or whatever, you have some fun in your day, too, so that you maintain, like, a balance. I think that's really important. And as long as I do that, and whether it's, like, I love to go, like, two-stepping or, like, to the movies or whatever, just 
something where you can relax and have fun and there's no pressure, I think is important. Right, yeah. It sounds like you have a lot of fun. It sounds like, um, have you had, um, it seems like you've met a lot of good people too in LA, um, which, you know, it, it, sometimes people have their bad stories and good stories. And on that note, like, have you surrounded yourself? Like, have you had the, have you worked with good people for like, more during the time or have you had some terrible experiences? I feel like the people I've worked with have always been good. I have had bad experiences trying to get representation and, like, things that managers or agents will say to your face that maybe a normal human being wouldn't. Um, That's not the only, like, really terrible experiences I've had. But people that I work with, you know, you find your – this is going to sound so cheesy – but the theme at the Playoffs West Film Festival this year was find your creative family. And I think you really do find the people that you like to work with and the people who are going after the same thing you are and the people who support you and understand. Because as much as family can be supportive or whatever, having people who are who support you who also are going through the same thing is yeah. really important because if not, people just say things like, oh, well, you know, why aren't you on TV yet? Or what have you been yeah. on that I would recognize? Or whatever. So. Yeah, exactly. Some exactly. rude stuff. Wow. <laughs> people, people who aren't in the people who aren't in the industry just don't they don't understand they don't they don't know what it's like so you got to give them a little bit of you know benefit of the doubt but really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's just take the last I would love to take these um, uh, John how long do we have how many more minutes we've we've got about uh, was it. Eight more minutes, or like seven and a half more minutes. So let's. Um, uh, I I do. I guess uh, Morgan, what do you what do you have going on right now? Like what uh, what movies are are coming out? Well, supposedly this clown Mattel massacre movie I did is supposed to come out, but I don't know anything about it. <laughs> um, they said it's coming out soon, so that might be which out. one. Um, Clown Motel Massacre. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, uh, yeah. You show at the Clown Motel, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Because I feel like that's what it is, like a lot of it is. Like, one of my directors posted, he's like, for a film that I'm doing called Ugly Spider Party, he posted, he's like, coming soon. And I'm like, wait, when coming soon? How soon? Like, I haven't. And I was like, when is soon? <laughs> it's funny because the industry is like that, you know, it's actors. We're like, okay, we don't know. We think it's coming out. It, it, it is out. Maybe it's already out. You never know. Or if well, it comes to whole... Los Angeles, they can come see our showcase at Playoffs West on Friday and Saturday. Oh, uh, all right. Oh, for sure. Future Saturday night. I'll be in LA Saturday night for script read I'm doing for a new film. So I'll definitely have oh, nice. to pop Possibly, uh, just go ahead. I'll I'll PM you on Facebook and get all the info from you. Oh, cool! Awesome. <laughs> Maybe I'll pop by. Maybe take some of my actor name. We can we can premiere your name. Hey, we can premiere your name. That would be awesome. For sure. So I'm going she's gonna get to meet you before I freaking get to meet you in person. <laughs> Even my camera guy. My camera guy that's worked with me like for uh, since 2010, 
uh, got to meet Morgan before I got to meet her. It got me so mad. He like sent me like a, and he sent me a text with a picture of uh, of them together, and I'm like. I didn't even know you guys were in LA. I didn't even know he was gonna be there. At the, you know, it was in LA or something. You know. Oh, Days of the Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, Days so of the Dead. That's oh I yeah, I remember that. One of those people. Like yeah. I always try to make a. Like if I'm in the area, I'm like I need it. I mean, if I have the time, I'll like go meet people I haven't met yet that I want to meet, or you know, and support them. You know, I try to. I try to. It's not all the time. I try to. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys do meet, you got to take pictures and then put them on the uh, All About Acting Facebook page. So, you oh. know, there you go. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, how, how can people reach you, uh, Morgan? Um, if you, you want to, like, con- contact me, you can do it through my website. Which is morgantaylorActor.weebly.com, or I'm on Instagram is morgantayloract, and then I have a Facebook page, but I don't really update it, so I wouldn't suggest liking it because you won't see anything new, most likely. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. I don't really Twitter much. <laughs> you don't you don't tweet much. Nope. I said it wrong on purpose. <laughs> I know, but like. What I don't understand is how does it go from Twitter to tweet? Like, Wait. Because Twitter's a noun and tweet is a verb. To tweet? At least in the social media sense. To tweet or not to tweet? I don't know. What the answer would that be? I don't know. We're confusing Laura. <laughs> I'm so uh, whatever. It's what it is. I, I need to drink. <laughs> I need. I'm gonna go for that's one. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I really want to know, like Morgan, before we leave, before you think out, um, where what can we see of you currently online, whatever? Like, where can people find you? Like, find your performances? Oh yeah. Um, you can watch Getting Schooled on if you have Amazon Prime. Uh. It's on most, a lot of the streaming services. I think like Vudu and, um, I know those two for sure. If you Google getting schooled, then you can find it. If I know it's on Amazon Prime and Vudu. And then if you go to my website, which is morgantaylorector.weebly.com, I have a, a short film that the director of Getting Schooled cast me in that we did. I have the whole short film on there. Um, and I have some trailers for upcoming movies on my website as well on the media section. Um, so you can see the trailer for Clown Motel Massacre, the trailer for Getting School, the trailer for a comedy I was in, and my reel. Love it. And yeah. I don't think you said it before, but uh, tell us what uh, the what both films are about, what Getting School, Getting School is about, and what uh, the Massacre film is about. Tell us and uh, who directed it and all that good stuff. Okay, so Chuck Norfolk uh, directed Getting Schooled. It's like a horror spoof of The Breakfast Club, and I play like the princess character. So just if The Breakfast Club turned into a horror horror film. Clown Motel Massacre um, is about... uh, It's a paranormal investigation squad. (laughs) What were we, the paranormal investigators or something? Um, And they go to research a ghost. Yeah, they go ghost hunting at the Clown Motel, which is a real place. 
cool. in Tonopah, I'm, Nevada. What? I love ghosts. I love clowns. Sounds like my cup of tea. Actually, my cup of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Alien Crash yeah, on the Moon is a short film that I have on my website. And it's about uh, a girl recruiting a guy um, to help her meet an alien spaceship she's convinced is going to be coming to abduct her sometime soon. Uh, awesome. Well, it's it's literally about to cut us off in, like, maybe uh, less than 30 seconds. So um, thank you so much, Morgan, <laughs> yeah. for calling in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Morgan. Loved meeting you, even though it was just for like a hot second. Amazing. Yeah, you as well. Yeah. Um, And yeah, uh, everyone that's listening to this episode, I'll see you next week. See you next week.